Welcome to episode one of the Split Oak podcast, the podcast of the Friends of Split Oak Forest. I'm Valerie Anderson, president of Friends of Split Oak Forest. So let's jump right into the update. Last week, we held Gopher Tortoise Day at Split Oak Forest's main entrance off of Clap Sims Duda Road. Turnout was surprisingly good for our first annual Gopher Tortoise Day, and we didn't have an ad- advertising budget. I just put a flyer up at the St. Cloud Starbucks. We also attended Valencia College's Earth Day and handed out many flyers there. I think I ordered a hundred and we handed them all out. We had a bunch of groups tabling at Gopher Tortoise Day. Florida Trail Association was there, Doug Boltwellina, with maps and pamphlets. Taylor Figueroa, represented for the Pine Lily chapter of the Florida Native Plant Society, she had gopher tortoise plants, that is to say, plants that gopher tortoises would consume out in the wild uh, that people could take home with them if they had gopher tortoises near their house. No one did. No one who attended did. Swamp Girl Adventures came. They had the uh, most popular tent. They brought Sheldon, which is their rescue tortoise with the spinal injury, and he signed our proclamation, if you can believe it, with his foot. University of Florida IFAS Extension uh, brought their display and attended by their natural resources agent, Krista Stump, and their beekeeping and small farms agent, Jessica Sullivan. They had information about their programs and um, talked about not releasing your pet tortoises and stuff like that. Friends of Split Oak Forest also had an information table set up, manned by Vice President Dave, Dave Wegman and future hike leader Michael Gaith. Megan Sorbo and her mom, Tina Sorbo, led a haiku activity, and our artist and resident, Mary Lee Abbott-Netzler, and Kim Bukite had an art project where you assembled a gopher tortoise and decorated its shell, which was quite, quite popular. Natalie Van Turnhout led hikes to gopher tortoise burrows throughout the afternoon, and if you can believe it, we had people attend gopher tortoise day who had never seen a gopher tortoise burrow. This is concerning because Female gopher tortoises lay their eggs in the apron of the gopher tortoise burrow, that is, um, the mound of sand right on, right at the entrance. And so, if you don't know what a gopher tortoise burrow is, you can easily go and step on it, um, which would be truly unfortunate because you'd cause harm to those baby gopher tortoises. FWC attended also, that's the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, Florida's Fish and Game Agency. The the two managers of the property, David Turner, lead biologist, and Brian Ames, uh, came to Gopher Tortoise Day and attended the festivities. Now, what they do to manage Split Oak mostly is, you know, administrative stuff, uh, getting the proper permissions uh, and coordinating the prescribed burns, as well as conducting them, um, controlling invasives, and constructing and monitoring all of the nest boxes and wildlife hides on the property, for example, the bluebird boxes, kestrel nest boxes, bat boxes, and the purple martin house, that's new as of last year. And so it, it is really great to be able to introduce David and Brian to you know, the people who use the park on a regular basis and really appreciate their work, as well as the dignitaries that attended, you know, those people that actually have a say in what happens to Split Oak, so we had Emily Bonilla, who is District 5 Orange County Commissioner, Maribel Cordero, Maribel Cordero District 4 Orange County Commissioner, Peggy Chowdhury, District 1 Osceola County Commissioner, and Daisy Morales, Orange Soil and Water Conservation District. 
if you're thinking about what to do um, tomorrow, we have our we have our lawsuit hearing tomorrow morning at 10 at the Osceola County Courthouse. You're probably listening to this after that. Uh, it's on the fourth floor. And the Honorable Margaret Schreiber is hearing um, Osceola County's motion to dismiss all of our counts of Sunshine Law violation. Our lawyer, Ralph Brooks, won't be arguing the facts of the case until the next hearing, uh, which we'll get if we hopefully make it through this hearing, which is on the motion to dismiss. Tomorrow, the day of our hearing, it'll have been a year and two days since Osceola County um, committed the alleged Sunshine Law violations. Um, the hearing is, of course, public. Anyone can attend. If you plan to attend, please wear appropriate attire, think dry cleaning, and observe court decorum. No clapping, booing, or anything of that sort. You'll have to pass security, so keep that in mind, and be early. Um, at the last hearing, we had so many people attend, we had to move from a small hearing room to full-size hearing room. So if you could be early to accommodate the change, and also traffic. Traffic is awful. Um, on the Turnpike, 192, John Young, Orange Blossom Trail, and you know pretty much every route to the courthouse, it's bad. So mind your, depart mind your departure time. So if you're thinking about your schedule beyond next week, there's stuff to do with us. Uh, we'll be tabling at St. Cloud's Earth Day, along with the Pine Lily Chapter of the Florida Native Plant Society and other vendors, on April 27th. That's at Peghorn Park in St. Cloud. Um, that's south of 192 and east of the canal. We'll also be tabling the week after that at Animalversary, which is at Back to Nature Wildlife Refuge, which is the rehabber the rehab facility that's at the end of Clapson's due as a neighbor to Split Oak. And um, that's their annual anniversary celebration to themselves, like a birthday party. Um, and during that time, we'll have a hike led by um, Michael Gaith into that hammock that's behind Back to Nature. So there's a lot blooming. The pawpaws are fuzzy, and you can see their seed pods. Um, uh, a number of flowers are already done. But um, there's a lot to see, so go out, find a swallowtail kite at Split Oak, and um, enjoy. That's it for this week.